Welcome to R.R. Cooper's Kokamami Cavalcade of Cozy Tales. In this podcast, I take a writing prompt from somewhere, write a very short story, and then either me or a guest reads it for you. This is not meant to be a writing tutorial or even a how to write short stories class. At the end of each episode, I will actually tell you a little bit about the writing process and try to point out the worst faults as I see them, so that perhaps you at least learn what not to do. Today's episode is about one of my favourite subjects, love. I'm a sucker for love. I watch rom-coms, I listen to a lot of romance songs in Spanish, and Happy Ever After Bollocks just gets me fucking giddy. So let's get right to it. Today's prompt comes from reddit's r slash writing prompts and reads thus. Quote, You and your non-human fiancé introduce each other to your respective wedding slash bonding ceremony traditions with much giggling and many questions. End quote. Uh, For this episode, listeners, I really invite you to check out the playlist that comes with it, uh, because all the songs that I reference in the text, I, I took out from the playlist. Dear readers, relationships are hard. There are a lot of rewards, of course. The connection, the passion, the one-mindedness of it. Almost a psychic connection. There are obstacles as well. Little disagreements. How much space will you leave for my things in your dresser? Do I get a full drawer or half of one? Why did you invite him? You don't like him and I hate him. I'm sorry I yelled. Come back to bed. Then there are the grand obstacles, like explaining to your fiancé why your species book of marriage comes in a wheelbarrow, or why he has to join with your guardians of the flower, which is just our version of his bridesmaids. The real issue is that he just won't listen. He is so focused on the dance of the sacred saber and how he will definitely die, my lotus flower. Even if the blades are blunt, the blow will crush me. But I tell him that I'll just tell my ex-husband slash ex-warmaster to swing softly. I mean, my tom-tom is so teeny tiny that it's easier to miss him than hit him. Editor's note, a tom-tom is an amalgam of boyfriend, fiancé, and fellow soldier. There is no interlying equivalent. He also dislikes how I call him teeny tiny. But be fair! I'm a small female at only 4.4 tribits. Even if he is tall for his species, he is still only 3.7 tribits. Of course, he then says, That's not fair, flower. Everything sounds small in tribits. I'm really 185 simis. I assure you, I'm tall for my species, at least above average. He sometimes gets frustrated with this, but then I just give him a little pout and ask him if he doesn't like me because I'm so much bigger than him. My fellow Magno Bargobians, I'm telling you, if you have a human partner, a little pout always works on them. It's not like some of his customs are not weird. For example, in his particular flavor of human culture, it's necessary to perform a courting ritual. 
this little ceremony takes only six unit hours. Six! Do you know how hard it is to get a Magno Bargobian to sit still for half of that without having anything to kill, eat, drink, or join with? Practically as difficult as getting a Rinizari to let go of a Hallucywool ball. My friend Pris, who's a Rinizari, asked me to include that joke. Definitely follow her at at pretty underscore Pris to get the best and latest of Halunian fashion. Now, back to this courting ritual thing. It starts with a part I really like, actually. He and his companions will arrive with their instruments, musical ones, while dressed in ceremonial garbs and riding something called horses. They will then proceed to sing songs related to the female that they're about to heart capture. My Tom Tom has selected some quite beautiful songs. They are all songs that have been inherited by his family over the generations, and each family member who has sang it has changed something about it. Sometimes it's changed back, but it usually remains. He says that his songs are over 500 generations old, all the way back to old Terra. The songs he has chosen are the following. Piel Canela for my bronze skin. Cerezo Rosa for my cherry lips. Aquellos ojos verdes for my green eyes. Azul for the blue blood I spilled on the battlefields in the Foscanabian Wars. Sombras for my successful infiltration and assassination of two Bularian chiefs. Las Cuarenta for my over 40 successful Etracian drink wrestling bouts. Amor de mis amores, chief love of all my loves, is his chosen bond song, the one that reflects his true feelings about our relationship. Just writing about it makes me giddy with anticipation. The next part, however, stomps on that giddiness. After the serenading is over, I have to come out. Then, supposedly overwhelmed with passion and lust, run towards my tom-tom and get on top of this horse thing. Readers, this horse is diminutive, and it has to support both my tom-tom and myself. It is going to die plain as the three sons of our glorious Magnus. And as much as I'd like to taste horse flesh, I think it would put a damper on the celebrations. I logically suggested that we take my battle hound, Hammer of Demons, instead. But my Tom-Tom says that he can't control it. Plus, it will definitely eat the other horses. Which, I mean, first, he can definitely control little Ham-Ham. He is such a sweetheart. It is true that Ham-Ham still has trouble believing that my Tom-Tom is not food, but he's getting better. They now love to cuddle after a big meal to have a nap. He looks absolutely adorable sleeping in the middle of Ham-Ham. And Ham-Ham is so good to not squish him. I'm telling you, readers, I've taken so many holo pics of them, I'm running out of memory on my holo tablet. It's that bad. Well, this is running a bit too long for the word count my editor asked for. In the end, readers, I managed to convince him and his friends to ride battle hounds. 
I can smell them training right now out in the arena. I think I'm going to go out there and grace them with a little Magno-Bargobian battle chanting. That always calms the battle hounds down and will be a nice respite for my tom-tom. Until next time, readers, wish me favorable stellar alignments. I really enjoyed writing this. I think I've said that before, but it's true. Um, there are several things that I would still change. Uh, I did get lazy, I didn't put a lot of effort into the fake names and whatnot. Uh, so I feel that maybe not all of them necessarily click. But it, it's such a short piece that I think it's fine. Um, I really, really like the Ogony Aunt uncle, angle. Uh, just because... It's, it was such a huge part of when I was a wee bit younger, uh, and you know, agony aunts were very much. I mean, they're still a thing, but not as much as it used to be. Uh, I would probably, if I rewrote this, I would probably put more emphasis on it uh, because the only thing I I do to make it like a, a column is the mentions of like the editor and the dear readers at the beginning. I feel that maybe it should have had more of a point. I don't know, um, and. I have got to say that this was inspired by a lass I was dating at the time when I wrote this. Um, she was very tall, and uh, one time we went out, she was wearing heels, and with her heels on, we were basically the same height, but she insisted that she was taller. Um, which she was, she was. I, I shaved my head and she doesn't, so her hair was definitely above my head. Uh, so she was definitely taller, uh, I guess. And she teased me about this for quite a while, and I I took that and I liked the idea of like a really tall, beautiful woman just uh, teasing a man who's actually quite tall, but because she's taller, he thinks she's tiny, and he... It's not that he doesn't like it, because I, I didn't mind, it was just like, oh, teehee is like the little, the little things that uh, couples sometimes tease. Uh, tease each other about that is fun uh, and with that I also like the idea of having like this 80s professional woman who's who's kind of has it all she's like a hotshot columnist a warrior and now a future bride I don't know I always like that uh, I mean when I, when I say girl boss I'm not thinking like you're selling me your shitty uh, you know pyramid scheme products but I'm thinking like you know who's the boss uh Kind of, oh god, I think I just stated myself with that, because that is a very old show that most people probably don't even remember. Um, but yes, uh, I, I like the idea of like this 80s type professional woman. Well, that's pretty much it for today. Please rate and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you're on YouTube, don't forget to bell as well. Because YouTube is a bit of an egg when it comes to telling you when new stuff comes out. The bell is a guarantee that you'll hear about it. Also, my debut novella, The Missing Wolf, A London Beast Story, is available to purchase on Kindle. You can find a link for it in the episode notes. And finally, I'll be keeping these videos free of external ads so you can listen without interruptions. If you want to support my work, feel free to donate to me on Coffee. You can find the link in the description. Believe me, even one dollar is way more than I would ever earn from you watching with us. All that is left to say is that this was produced with love in the city of Vancouver, Canada.